Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When your money's on the line, choose a trusted sportsbook that gives you tools to win, like my bookie. And my bookie doesn't matter if your team's up or down. You can easily cash out or bet the game live to come out on the winning side. Use my bookie for daily odds boost, same game parlays. I like teasers. And take advantage of the huge prize pool contest. Plus, my bookie currently has a no strings attached cash bonus that lets you deposit, withdraw, Quick, carries a one-time rollover, can't find that anywhere else. Just use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, or scan the QR code on this video right next to my face here to claim your own cash deposit bonus now. That's promo code 49ers. So try my money uh, money bag. Uh, you basically roll the dice, and it picks a team and gives you extraordinary extraordinary odds on who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, lots of fun options there, so bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I do mean anywhere, wherever you are, you can bet with my bookie. Just make sure you use the promo code 49ERS, and let's go. Let's make some money together. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Um, Just got back, uh, landed from the Minnesota trip and got back. And I wanted to jump on, you know, the whole plane ride back. I'm hanging out with Eric, the social media dude, crushing it on Instagram. Great friend. Um, And we're, we're talking throughout the day and throughout, you know, whatever. And, you know, I'm doing research. And what is it that we could kind of take away from with where the 49ers are? You know, you you were in this spot last week, and you got the loss, and you were hoping to kind of bounce back, and you should have came out angry with something to prove on prime time, and you laid an egg. You you laid an egg. And so we want to break a lot of that down. So we're going to go through some grades. We're going to go through some standing stuff. We're going to go through kind of what this means for the Niners moving forward. Who are the 49ers? Obviously, want to get to your questions. Shout out to the Countdown crew. Love you guys. Appreciate all you guys. Uh, Celestial starts this out, man. I think we're going to be all right. Um, Wilkes is a vet with a lot of pride, talent at his disposal. That defense is legit and will bounce back. And, you know, that kind of leads us to our poll question for our all of the live viewers because I put a tweet out there. All right, you know, I'm just looking at social media and it's like everybody's like, Wilkes is the worst. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, I don't understand this. Did the defense play well? No, defense was very bad. But it's crazy to me how much everybody's complaining about the defense and not the offense. 
That, that That's what's weird to me. Now, the question is simple. Which group are you most frustrated with? There's three phases to the game. Offense, defense, special teams. So I put all three of those up there where the, where the vaults currently are. Uh, defense has got 56% of the vote, 36% offense, 7% special teams. And if you're wondering why those numbers don't add, add up to 100, the, the percentages were changing as we were going through. So sorry about that. Um, well, I want to detail that at the end of the show as well. And I and that's one of the things that, you know, I, I really want to just dive into. What's up, Sin? And here's the man himself, Eric Meisner. Uh, the man, he crushed it this weekend. If you haven't followed our Instagram, Eric Meisner is crushing it over there. 40 Hours Rush Podcast. We're putting so much information and stuff out there. It's pretty cool. Uh, he has grown that channel. He's been with us for a year now. When we first started working together, I think we had like a 1,000 subscribers. I was a very big on Instagram. Now we got like over 13,000. So we're getting like a 1,000 subscribers a month over there because of him. So shout out to Eric, man. Uh, great job. What's up, Mike C? And I, I, I just want to say this. Like, I, I was planning on doing this all later, but let, let's talk, okay? The defense was bad. I am not going to be up here and going to say, like, you gave up 452 yards. Like, that is awful. You got zero sacks. That is terrible. But at the same time, like, hold on just a second. Because the yards are a big deal. And, yes, the, the defense was bad. Missed tackles, no pressures, like, whatever else. Not good. You have 22 points. The 49ers offense should be able to score 20 points. But they haven't in back-to-back games. They scored 17 against the Browns. They scored 17 against this team. And everybody could say, oh, well, the weather is bad. The Browns defense was just that good. We had the injuries. No. BS. Like, I'm sorry. The Minnesota Vikings defense is not good. It's In fact, it's terrible. It's one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. And you only get 17 points? You scored three points in the fourth quarter? Like, I don't know. I feel like the defense did a damn good job late in the game. You shut them out in the fourth quarter. They got zero points scored and gave your offense opportunity after opportunity to get down there. Now there were long drives. and Yeah, I get the yards. And again, I'm not saying the defense was good. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I, I keep getting all these people that are like, man, fire Wilkes. He needs to be gone. And I'm just like, man, Wilkes has had... Not even like he had a bad first half against the Rams, corrected everything, and we won the game because of the defensive adjustments. And then people are like, well, the last two games were terrible. You gave up 19 points to 22 points. Like, that's not 49ers defense standards. And I think a lot of it has to do with we've experienced some great 49ers defenses. We've been great for a long time defensively. And so this is the first kind of like whatever. You gave up 22 points. No team has scored over 23 against us. And that was the Rams fake field goal at the end of the game. It's not like we're getting butchered or anything like that. Yards are terrible. And you made primetime Kirk Cousins look like a beast. Like, so, so like, hear me whenever I say like, I'm not giving them a pass at all. But I don't understand why it's, our defense is awful, fire our DC and all that stuff. And I'm just like, whoa, like calm down. Like I'm not to that point. Now the Vikings are not a good football team. They've got three wins. Listen to the people that they have beat. The Chicago Bears, worst team in the NFL, in my opinion. Carolina Panthers, worst record in the NFL. And the 49ers. 
one of those things is not like the other. And I, I don't know, man. Um, I'm tired of being the bounce back team. Back to back weeks now, right? Yeah, all the injuries, whatever that happened to the the Browns didn't bother them. You know what I mean? And so I I want to get off of you know whatever that is uh, about you know trying to blame it on injuries or no 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 this football it, you don't do that that that's not who you are. What's up, Grand Grand A in the house? Love it, man. Appreciate all you guys coming in there. And I I don't know. I, I think. Here, here we go, Sean. I appreciate this. He says, here's my thing. The defense did far worse than my expectations. Expectations are key. And I think that's a big reason, Sean, always explaining things very, very well. Thank you. Uh, compared to the expectations for the offense. But, like, what happened to everybody talking about how, you know, Brock Purdy's the system quarterback and you've got all these elite tools and whatever else? Like, what happened? I think we got to be critical of it all is what I'm saying. And yeah, I don't think that the defense played up to our standards or their standards. And I mean, again, shout out to Juan Salas. You know, he got a whole bunch of press clips, which is really, really cool. And I get that people are upset, but a lot of it's on the players and it's a collective kind of whatever. But I, I don't know, you know, this is a clip from Nick Bosa and him and Fred Warner were talking after the game. And one of the reporters asked him, and here's what he said they were talking about. Just kind of debriefing. Um, both of us had our moments and had some good drives, had some bad ones, had some missed tackles between me and him. And um, I think me and him try to take as much of the brunt of failure being who we are and um, the leaders that we try to be. And, um, yeah, we were just kind of talking about that. And so, like, if we look at it, like Fred Warner, he had another terrific game. I, I mean, and I understand that these are PFF grades and it's just a snapshot and whatever else. I get all those things. Fred Warner was, you know, 11 points higher than any other player for the 49ers. He had an 85.4 grade. Talanoa was two, Bosa three. Oren Burks back in the spot that he does well in was fourth. Randy Gregory fifth. Um, and so you you had good play. But what's crazy to me is, like, Randy Gregory got 21 snaps. He got fewer snaps this week than he did last week. And he put on so much good tape. Cleveland Farrell got 40 snaps. He was our worst-rated player. You know, he had a bounce-back game finally against the Browns. Dude was out there, 40 snaps. 40 snaps. One pressure. <laughs> like, and, you know, I don't want this to be like a Cleveland Farrell whatever, but that wasn't good. Not good. Drake Jackson got 15 snaps, so we're getting him closer to where he should be. He was the third lowest. Ken Law was second lowest. Drake Jackson, third lowest. Uh, Drake Jackson's not good. Drake Jackson's not good. Um, zero stats across the board. No pressures, no tackles, no anything. Uh, 47.6 grade. That is six consecutive bad games for Drake Jackson. Six. Um, but all you did was, you know, you took all of Drake's snaps and gave them all to Cleveland Farrell, who was the worst defender we had out there. Well, it's from PFF. We'll see with the film. We're going to break down the film. So I, I, I don't know, man. Um, I struggle with that. 
I get I get frustrated. The defense was bad, and everybody should be frustrated. But yeah, I, I don't know. And I don't know. Right here, we got a question. Diamond Dog Sports, what's up, man? How can everybody say Purdy isn't the reason we win games? It's the team. Then we lose games, and it's all his fault. Well said, man. And you know, let, let's talk Brock Purdy because through through like three quarters, Brock was awesome. We just weren't converting. The CFC fumble, I think, changed the whole game because, you know, we were at the game and we had an awesome time up to the game. And you're walking around the whole city the whole week and every Vikings fan is like, yeah, we're going to the game. Man, I hope y'all don't blow us out. Hope y'all Like, that was just the sentiment. Everybody was like, oh, this game's decided. And whenever that fumble happened, the, the crowd never left after that. Like, you got the interception, defense, set the tone of the game. You go out there, you get the pick, gifting the offense perfect field position, and CMC coughs it up for the second time inside the 10-yard line this season. Second time. And again, back-to-back weeks that you lose by one possession, you get an interception returned very far into field goal range, and you walk away with zero points. We did the same thing last week with the Fred Warner interception. We did the same thing this week with the Charvarius Ward interception. It's not symmetrical football. The defense gave you a gift, and you threw it away. You threw it away. Now, as mad as I get about the whole CMC thing, um, you know, he freaking – that dude was emotional and took full responsibility. Yeah, hats off for that. Anytime you lose, it's a bad feeling. Um, I think we have a team that's hypercritical of each individual, and you know we can't just let it trickle down. And um, got to take a good, hard look in the mirror. I know I'll do that. I made bad mistake today that I believe cost us the game. If I don't fumble that ball, and uh, so I'm, put, I'm put it on me and uh, go from there. Yeah, put it on me, you know, and so that was one of the cool things, whether it was, you know, Purdy, Fred, any of these guys talking, every one of them took full responsibility for the game. Every one of them did, even Bosa, and Bosa played pretty well. Did he get a sack? No, he had the most pressures in the game, had the most quarterback hits in the game, had the most solo stops in the game, but again, you know, the, the common fan and the, you know, moderators on TV, if you don't get a sack, you didn't do anything right. I hate that attitude, but at some point, you got to get some sacks. You got to get some some sacks. I, I, you just have to, and I, I think we've been kind of missing that. And again, I, I just don't understand the Wilkes blame. I, I don't understand that at all. That is that is ridiculous, man. Um, Dancing, what's up? She is incredible. Do you have concerns about Wilkes' ability to scheme the right defensive looks or make adjustments when the scheme isn't working? I feel like all anybody wants, I'm not saying this is you, but the narrative is being controlled by if we're not hitting the quarterback, we have a bad DC. And that is factually incorrect. Incorrect. And the scheme is is all right. And everybody's like, oh, we're blitzing like crazy. We blitzed nine times. Which, yeah, at the average is, I think, 11 a game across the NFL. We didn't even blitz the ad. We blitzed nine times. They threw the ball 45. So, so it's not like we were blitzing a lot. We were doing some zone drops. But... Man, you got to win one-on-one matchups. And defensive line isn't as much about scheme 
So it's not that issue. And I think that the adjustments were made. They scored zero points. They scored six points in the second half. Like, and that's another thing. We turned the ball over twice in the second half, and it led to no points. Now, one of them was to expire the game, so you could throw that one away. But you gave up six points in the second half. I Defensively, yeah, they had some long sustained drives, but I, I think the second halves we've done relatively well, and we've given the offense opportunities to win back-to-back weeks. The offense sees the day uh, you know, against the Browns, but then the special teams miss. You see what I'm saying? That this game, defense did everything they needed to do in the fourth quarter. Zero points. You knocked them out of field, field goal position twice with negative plays. And we got nothing. We got nothing. Well, we scored three. But, and so I, I don't, I have all the faith in Steve Wilkes. Do I think that he's better than D'Amico in his prime time? No. But, it was like this every time. Whenever Sala first stepped in, he had a long learning time. Whenever you look at D'Amico first stepped in, he was faster. He'd been with the system. Wilkes is new to the system. And, and I keep seeing people say things like, oh, he's got to be down on the field. We get him out of the booth. And I'm just like, man, you have never been on the sideline of a game before because this is so typical. And they're like, oh, we need the energy and whatever else. Like, we have the energy from the position coaches. And if you know Wilkes' personality, you don't want him to be something he's not. Wilkes isn't the fired up guy, and he never has been. He's not going to be now. Y'all remember the picture or the video clip where they're pinning to him and everybody's celebrating after a pick six, and he's just standing there like he's looking at a freaking, you know, <laughs> crossword puzzle? Like, what, what's him being fired up on the sideline? Like, if you need a cheerleader, that's not what it is. Wilkes is fine. That's not the issue. I, I really don't believe that. that. That's just my personal take, and I know a lot of people probably disagree. I mean, all the fire, whatever. We got to get away from that, man. We're five and two. <laughs> We're in first place of our division, and people are talking about firing people. We are not that organization. There has not been a DC that has been fired across the entire NFL right now. And you sure as hell aren't going to fire the guy that has the, oh, let me check, third rated defense of the NFL. Come on. Like, eh, come on. Uh, <laughs> like, we're not, we're not those guys. Um, we're, we're not them. And so I think, I think that's huge. And man, had such a cool time hanging out with my man, George, 49 George, 365, one of the producers of the show. He's incredible. Thank you, friend, uh, for coming out. Say what's up to Philip for me. Um, he says it all comes down to one terrible play that deflated us. That 60-yard touchdown right before kind of killed our chance to steadily make, you know, all the mistakes that we overcame beforehand. He says, you know, had a blast with the road trip again. So I, I want to talk about this play because it's huge. And – you know, we've got comments <laughs> from a lot of people here, including the head coach. And he did not seem happy <laughs> with what it was to end the half. Here's um, here's Kyle Shanahan talking about that play. This is the touchdown play that could have been a pick, could have been a touchdown, wound up as a touchdown. Here he is. I think Simon was blown on the, on the touchdown, um, called an all-out blitz, and he's got to get rid of it right away, and he threw it up, and... Got a chance for a pick, didn't come through with it, and they got a touchdown. It's a real bad play by us. That's stuff we'll discuss throughout this week. Obviously, I did not like the result. Yeah, it's not like we blitzed a lot. I don't like all-out blitzes, especially towards the end of, like, 
the risk reward is pretty high. And but here's the thing: Kirk Cousins was throwing 50-50 balls, and it was Jordan Addison against Charvarius Ward. The first drive of the game, that's guess what? We got an interception on a very similar play, and everybody was happy. And then guess what? You do it again and almost got an interception, didn't get it, and boom, touchdown. You know, the, Georgia, I'm with you. That that play was the defining play of the entire. I, I think number one was the CMC fumble because that's when momentum and everything shifted and the Vikings believed they were in it. And then that one was key. And probably third would be the missed field goal. Golly, Jake Moody. Um, anyway, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing. I don't want to dive into that just yet. But I, I do want to say this weekend was incredible. Yeah, the game didn't go well. Uh, but the amount of people, the parties, all that stuff. Uh, check out this picture from our night before party. Man, we sold that thing out of capacity. Well over 200 people came out. You know, Kids got all kinds of stuff. We gave away everything that we had, <laughs> which was really, really cool. It just had an absolute blast. The tailgate, man, that scene was pretty awesome. And, you know, we packed that out. We had a great time. Um, drinks, music, you know, just communities, all that kind of stuff, just bringing people together. We are, even though it's a short week, we're going to be back up at it again this week uh, for the Bengals game. We got a home game. Excited about this. And I'm glad it's a short week because, man, I don't want to dwell on this one too long. But if you want to come out and party with us, we're going to be over in the blue lot. Get your tickets, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Um, this is going to be a big one. We, we're getting this one catered. We have so many signups uh, already coming in. So uh, we're going all out, DJ, music, everything that you need. Come party with us. Those tickets are up now, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Um, now, what I wanted to talk about, too, is you know with the way that this game was scripted out, you dug that huge hole down 14 nothing 14 nothing and you climbed out of it you really did and that play yep right there and you know I, i'm with you right here a says you know exactly those two plays right there 60 yards 12 seconds no timeouts you got to rally and and for that one you know you always teach if you if you're not 100% on that interception you go for the pass deflection and especially in cover 0 you cannot go for it. You have no help behind you. You cannot go all out for a pick unless you're 100% guaranteed. Because, like we saw, there ain't nobody back there. There ain't nobody back there. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, we'll see right, right here. Yeah, Diamond Dog. Moody leaving off 9 to 12 points off the board the last two games. Yeah, missed three field goals in two games. Not good. And whenever both games came down to one score, even worse. Yeah, he did make a 54-yard field goal, which is incredible. But, man, the momentum could have hit huge with that field goal. Could have changed so much. And it was just like, this ain't going to be our day. And it was just another one of those just killer momentums. You know what I mean? Just just killed it. CMC fumble, killed it. Missed field goal, killed it. And play before the end of the half, killed it. And then you get in the second half. You start fighting back in the third, two Purdy interceptions, penalties. You know what I mean? Like that's that's frustrating. That's really, really frustrating. Um, and I'm with you right here. Um, you know, coaching failed us. Coaching failed us. Yeah, I, I do think that we got outcoached tremendously. Offense and defense and special teams. 
We did. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's what it is. It's what it is. Right here, the man played in the NFL for over 10 years. Uh, went 2-10. and 10. Not sure. Oh, you're talking about Dan Orlovsky? That dude's trash, man. He is such a... I don't know. I love it when people are themselves and put out content, and I want everybody to be successful. I cannot listen to anything that dude says. I don't want to be a hater. I hope he does well, and I hope he makes lots of money. And just because I don't like somebody's content doesn't mean other people don't love it. And he's doing something original, which I like. I do love that. But, yeah, that dude, not my jam. Not my jam. Um, Anyway, so uh, let's see here. A uh, couple other questions that I wanted to talk about right here, Glass City. So, John, you think the major issue on our defense is execution and effort? Uh, you think scheme and game planning has nothing to do with it? No, absolutely not. No, scheme matters. And what the Browns did was they showed everybody you can screen game. That's huge. We are a little more – we're much more aggressive than what we used to be. But it's all of the above. Players got to play better, got to call better plays. Yeah, that play call, the all-out blitz right there before the half was crazy. It all, but what if he got that interception? You know what I mean? That, at, at some point, you just got to make a play. And if you would have made that interception, nobody's having this conversation. But that's not what happened. And so, yeah, do you keep doing those risky things? I, I don't know. But it, it, it's, a, it's a lot of things. It really, really is. And whenever you don't get pressure... And the Niners are not getting any pressure. Whether we're blitzing or not, we're not getting pressure. Secondary's getting exposed. And whenever you do those, those, we play a zone pressure system, right? So when we do that, linebackers and all the zones get expanded. And so that's why you're seeing all those crossing routes right behind the linebackers in front of the safeties have so much success against us. Because instead of dropping seven in coverage and you're dividing the entire field up into seven separate spaces... Now you're only doing six? Well, what happens is those linebackers who have the hook-to-curl zones, now it gets expanded hook-to-curl plus 14 yards deep, which you don't always do in a cover two with five drop under. So sorry if I'm getting too scheme heavy here. But when you bring one man, you have to divvy up that portion of the zone field that he was responsible for in coverage. That enlarges everybody else. And, yes, the 49ers have two of the best coverage linebackers in the NFL and Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner, but they're still linebackers. You know what I mean? So they're not they're not corners. So that's that's an issue. So yeah, the scheme matters, but again, we blitzed nine times. The problem was when we blitzed, they knew it. And I think that's one of the things that people are catching on to is everybody knows the blitz coming. We're kind of telegraphing it. With different, you know, and they can motion and figure out what we're doing, and they did really well with that. And so you got to make the blitzes when you use them effective. And I don't think we're doing that well, if that makes sense. I don't I don't think we're managing, I don't think we're hiding what we're doing very well on defense. That's a concern for me. Now, whenever we go through the tape this week, every offensive play, defensive play, special teams play on the 49ersrush.com and our Patreon channel, I'll dive a little bit more into that. Uh, I'm going to start those early in the morning. Um, I'm going to spend some time with the fam anyway. Uh, but I wanted to get this show out just because I wanted to talk about it. And I know you guys or whatever, um, it, we got to get on here and break it down. Sonia she says, I noticed Kyle doing that frantic play calling again. We only ran the ball 22 times. Yep. That's an issue. <laughs> it was a one score game. It was a one score game. 
one score the whole fourth quarter. You lost by five. You scored three points there. And, you know, that's not good. <laughs> that's it. Somebody's like, yeah, but you only averaged three yards per rush. That is true. Jordan Mason got zero offensive snaps this game. That is malpractice. That is absolutely insane to me. You're playing against a team that is weak up the middle. You only got three yards, but CMC's incredible. He played every single snap, by the way, which is awesome. I am not, I'm not upset about that at all. But Elijah Mitchell got in there, negative yards again for the day. Back-to-back games, negative yards total for Elijah Mitchell. I like Elijah Mitchell. He ain't Jordan Mason. He ain't Jordan Mason. And I'm not saying take CMC out, but you're splitting him out. Bring in Jordan. Let him have a chance. What you did wasn't working. Don't give up on the run game. Two fourth quarter interceptions, not great. Not great. Not great. Um, yeah, and Kyle's, if it's close, he cannot run the ball. He is so, it's, and it's a big reason why Kyle, since he's joined the 49ers, I saw some crazy stat how we're like 0-19 or something. Since if we're trailing by seven points in the fourth quarter, Kyle Shanahan has not won one game since he's been the 49ers coach. Why? Dude, does he just, he gets one-dimensional. And anytime you get one-dimensional and the defense knows you're one-dimensional, we see the results. I love Kyle Shanahan. I do. Yeah, I, I do not want him fired. <laughs> but there are some things that you can critique. That dude abandons the run game every single time in the fourth quarter. Uh, it is, it's really, really bad. It's really, really bad. Juan, what's up, brother? Um, he says, are we overreacting at fans because we expect so much more? I'm upset we lost, but happy we gave ourselves enough rope early this season to still be where we are. And so, yeah, let's – I love this, one. Thank you. Let's transition now to where the 49ers are. You're 5-2 and two team. 5-2. and two. You're in first place in your division. Do you have the number one seed currently? No, you don't. But you're not too far out. And you still completely control your own destination as far as all that goes. If we look at the standings, these are the CBS uh, NFC standings that I'm showing you. So you've got Philly. They're the one seed if the playoffs were today, right? Detroit would be two because they have a tougher strength to schedule. Um, we're the three seed. So we would still be hosting a playoff game. Then based on whatever happened that week, maybe a divisional host, whatever. Falcons are fourth. Seattle's five. Dallas six. Tampa Bay seven. And Minnesota, who just beat us, they're the first team out. Rams lost their second team out. So everything that you want is still there. You play the the freaking Eagles. You beat the Eagles. If the Eagles went out, we went out, but we win the Eagles game, guess what? We're the one seed. Detroit, good Lord, talk about getting exposed. Like, we're over here talking about losing a tough game, back-to-back -back road trips. You know, Kirk Cousins had the freaking game of his career you see what happened to the lions i i know i'm not a lions guy but that that was that was bad bad <laughs> and so we got to see what that looks like but five and two if you double this you're ten and four good lord you know i, I you you extrapolate all that out you're talking about like an 11 and 5. Like, that's the type of road the 49ers are on. This was also, you look to last year, Rich Eisen put this out. The 49ers lost week six and week seven last year, too. <laughs> we lost it to the Falcons and the Chiefs last year. 
a little bit different because we lost, uh, you know, one meddling team, you know, which is similar. The Falcons were last year, and then obviously Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I don't think the Vikings or the Browns are going to sniff the Super Bowl, but um, we, we this is not new territory. And whether that's coaching, whether that's whatever, it's kind of where we are. And yeah, shot jam with you in a run in a game that close. You never abandoned the running game. Pretty much, pretty much condemned the quarterback. Yeah, it got bad, man. It, it really, really did. Late, it did. And so it is frustrating. And and you know, I'm excited for what's up ahead because the Niners got a short week. You're playing a Bengals team that is feisty, feisty. And they're, they look like they're finally, you know, Burrow's finally healthy. They're coming off a freaking bye week. We're coming off a Monday night football game. So they get plus eight days rest. But we're home. You got to rebound. You got to rebound. You cannot lay a dud again. You can't do it three times in a row. And it, Kyle even talked about this. Not much uh, you can do about it. I mean, we, uh, we flat out got beat. And I think right now you got to take it like a man. And we got a game here. And, you know, I think tomorrow – um, we wake up, it'll be five days from now. We've got a team coming off a of bye week who's been waiting for this for a little bit. And we can't sit here and worry about what's happened before this. we got to make sure that we do everything from now all the way till Sunday when that game's over um, to find a way to um, beat the Bengals. And then we go into our bye week. And um, I just looked at our guys right now as we've got about five and, eight, five and a half days left. Got to focus all on that and make sure we go in that bye week six and two, not five and three. I mean, that, that's the goal. And so maybe maybe we're just a home team. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll freaking find out. But we got we got to get it we got to get it done. We got to get it done. Uh appreciate you Diamond Dog Sports. Yeah, good luck to your Diamondbacks. Oh, I feel terrible saying that. Um I don't even like saying that. That's okay. Um anyway, I I wanted I know this is a short show, but I wanted to jump on here. I wanted to talk about some stuff and just, you know, kind of put some of that out there. I do want to update the final parts of the poll, and it's gone even more so. 75% says the defense, you're most frustrated with the defense. 22% offense, 3% special teams. Um, Yeah, and I get it. I, I would have voted offense, but I totally understand. That's just my opinion. Disagreements are always a great thing, uh, not a bad thing. I don't know why people think we can't disagree. We can disagree, but the one thing that we cannot disagree on is what this fan base is. We are faithful, man. And, yeah, it sucks we lost back-to-back games, still in first place of our division, still control our destiny, all that stuff. We got a bye week coming up, and it's going to be needed, but right the ship. You know what I mean? And that's what we got to do. So that's going to do it for us today. You guys are awesome. I'm going to go start unpacking. <laughs> Get ready for this next tailgate. Uh, but you guys are the best. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.